Welcome back, Sprouts. Greetings, vets and moogles. I am Harina Swift, and I'm climbing from out of the depths of my cave, and I welcome you to the Sprout Life Podcast, the podcast about Final Fantasy XIV online through the eyes of a total sprout. I welcome you to join me in my adventures and yours, y'all. You can contact the show on Twitter at Sprout Life Pod. You can email the show at sproutlifepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Horena, and you can find all of the links and my show notes and a handy dandy Final Fantasy 14 content creator directory that is growing and growing and growing at SproutLifePodcast.com. I have climbed out, man. It went from waiting for Endwalker to release, and then it got pushed back, and then I, my whole family got COVID. I don't know. I guess apparently just everybody's getting it no matter what. So we got COVID and like took turns. So that like took three weeks out of the first part of December. And then it went sliding into the holidays. And I just threw my hands up in there and I'm like, whatever. I don't even know. I would have like 6,000 person queues on Cactuar. I'm like, I can't, I can't even play, you know. But I found a workaround for that. It involved re-rolling. But hey, if I can play, I'll re-roll any day. I don't care. So going to be moving into the news. Happy to be back. I hope you sprouts are doing well. All right, our first piece of news. While I was away, some very important announcements were made. So I'm just going to paraphrase and tell the fast version of it. And uh, suspension of sales took place on limited products and it is still active. And uh, they even have a big announcement on Steam, too. That's where I just go. That's where I downloaded the game, I believe. Yeah. So uh, due to ongoing server congestion issues, they are temporarily suspending free trial registrations and sales of the following products. That is the Final Fantasy XIV Online Free Trial, the Final Fantasy Online Starter Edition, the Final Fantasy XIV Online Complete Edition. And they also apologize for any inconvenience this may cause and ask, for your patience and understanding until sales resume. Additionally, all players who currently own the full version of the game and have an active subscription as of Tuesday, December 21st at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time will be granted additional game time compensation. And I thought that was really nice of them. I don't think I've ever had a game do that before. I have sat in queues during expansions forever and... I don't know that, and but you know it was like Wildstar. I remember when they first launched, that was a nightmare of a launch, and that you just sat there and stared at this little hamster in a wheel just running. And I don't believe they ever said, "Hey, we're so sorry you bought this game," but we also I don't think had I can't remember. If I had to pay a subscription for that, so whatever. But I know World of Warcraft never <laughs> reimbursed me at all, so I can't uh, throw a little shade their way being a, a WoW refugee. So um, I thought that was really awesome. Just another feather in the hat of amazing glamour for them because they're so glamour. I, they they just sparkle to me. I feel like I'm. I don't know. I might be a fan girl. I don't know. But whatever. I don't care. Anyways, we're gonna move into the next chunk of news. Alright, the second announcement that has taken place is that Square Enix president hopes NFTs, blockchain games, become a major, quote, major trend in gaming going forward. And I put the link to that in the show notes, but here's a paraphrased version. We haven't yet reached the first week of 2022, but Square Enix is not wasting any time keeping us on our toes. They're applauding the metaverse and blockchain gaming. Square Enix president Yosuke Matsuda has also hinted that at some point in the future, the business may issue its own NFT, which stands for non-fungible tokens. So I am not, I have no idea 
I'm, I'm a sprout when it comes to any cryptocurrency and NFTs and all that jazz. I just, I've heard a lot more people talking about it, but it's an entirely gray area for me. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't have the brain capacity or the cognitive function at the end of my day to want to learn something else outside of trying to learn everything that's all I'm trying to learn. So, but for the sake of the show and also for the sake of, you know, sliding in a little five second learning session, I will share with you what an NFT is according to Wikipedia, because you know that's a trustworthy source. (laughs) So a non-fungible token NFT is a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain, a form of digital ledger. NFTs can be associated with reproducible digital files such as photos, videos, and audio. So NFTs can be used as a digital ledger to provide a public certificate of authenticity or proof of ownership, but do not restrict the sharing or copying of the underlying digital files. So there's that. If that means anything to you, there you go. So in a New Year's open letter published on January 1st, Matsuda attempted to persuade its readers that Square Enix's objectives towards the metaverse, NFTs, and blockchain technology were not all terrible. While the letter covers a wide range of themes, including the metaverse and AI games, the majority of it's devoted to Matsuda's passion about NFTs and the future of cryptography. According to Matsuda, 2021 was simply NFTs year one, and that as time passes, the technology will become, quote, more pervasive among the general people. So I put the link to that article in the show notes. There are a lot of people who have, um, from what I I Googled it to see like what people were saying. And it's definitely uh, a topic that's divided on. You have like the people like me, they're like, whatever that means. And then the people are like, yeah. And then the people are like, no, you know, basic human nature. So moving on, we're moving into our next piece of news. Here we go. Okay, despite the fact that Endwalker brings the 10-year Moth Crystal Saga to a close, Yoshi P and his team have a lot more in store for us, Final Fantasy XIV players. Yoshi P stated in a recent New Year's message, I'm not going to read the whole message, but I did include the link to the message. Guess where? in the show notes, (laughs) that the game is far from over. So that was such a relief, wasn't it? And that the team is presently working on the next major story arc. Square Enix has great intentions for us Final Fantasy XIV players to last another 10 years. It's one of the most well-known MMOs on the market. Yoshi P remarked in quotes, Then, as the title suggests, N. Walker ties together the loose ends of the story that began with 1.0. However, Final Fantasy XIV is far from over, and we've already started planning new adventures for all of you, Warriors of Light, parentheses, or adventurers, as the case may be. Yoshi continued saying that Final Fantasy XIV has surpassed 10 years of operation, a goal that all MMORPGs should aspire towards, and now we set our sights on 10 more. The first step in the new leg of our journey is patch 6.1, ahead of which we'll take the opportunity to share our plans for Final Fantasy XIV's future. We did get a teaser of what to expect from Final Fantasy XIV's next new beginning with this cryptic poem and an explanation from Yoshi P himself. So wanes the moon before the sun, its journey ended home at last. So look we now to days ahead, unfettered from our trying fast. So in quotes, uh, he also added, having welcomed the dawn of rebirth, taken to azure skies, liberated a land stained crimson, restored darkness to a light flooded world, and now standing with the waning moon at their backs, our adventurers set their sights on a new beginning. Well, that's my take on the words anyway. So way to leave us on a cliffhanger, Yoshi. <laughs> so, but um, in the New Year's a message 
uh, there was a lot more, a lot more. But this is a very big show because that's what happens when you go and slide into a cave against your will. <laughs> but um, I did like that they touched base on everything going on. You know, they they even mentioned uh, setting aside game co- game content, the large influx of p- players around the world since mid-year and the impact of COVID-19 on the supply of server equipment have led to extremely long queues. And I'd like to sincerely apologize again We are currently working to fundamentally address the situation, such as adding logical data centers and increasing the number of worlds in all regions. And we ask for your patience in the meantime. So how awesome is that? And um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to put the link to the whole newsletter, you know, New Year's message if you haven't had a chance to go over it yourself. But there is that. And uh, let's keep going. Got some more for you. Just wanted to let you know there are some fun new stuff or items. Apparently, I can't look. <laughs> I feel like I'm still recovering, to be honest. But um, there are some fun new items on the store, the Final Fantasy online store. And there's some also on sale. Right now, they have like the Heaven's Turn um, items right now on clearance. So you can get um, different decorations for your homes, little baskets of fruit, little jumbo pasta dolls, little authentic heavens turn bounties, rice cakes, a jumbo kadomatsu, handmade happy new chocobo little items to set in your house. There's also, um, and they all run $3.50 in US dollars. And then if you're looking for a minion, they have a $3.50 US dollars um, tender lamb on sale. It's absolutely adorable. And I don't know why I look at this stuff because I'm like, I want one of those. I want one of those. I want one of those. <laughs> so a lot of uh, different headpieces that you can buy. There's also authentic starlight barding. Um, for your chocobo, and that's $4.90, normally $7. And then there's a saintly barding, uh, $4.90 US dollars, $4.90, what a deal. Um, so, yep, you can check that out, links in the show notes. And then there was also some new items, and that was for the new holiday that's coming up right now. There is a $12 US dollar mount, it's a snowman single character mount. How freaking adorable is that and there's also a deluxe snow dusted tree you can put at your home deluxe unmelting ice partition and uh looks like a floating ice unmelting ice loft so that's pretty neat and like i said the crimson ushi kabuto um headpieces too are there and deluxe handmade akabikos so go and check that out if you feel inclined to do so and we are moving on to the new event that is on the horizon. Okay, it is time for Heaven's Turn. That is the new in-game seasonal event, Eye of the Tiger, Thrill of the Adventure. From Wednesday, January 5th to um, January 5th, 2022 at 12 a.m. to Wednesday, January 19th, 2022 at 6.59 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is the lovely little, little chunk of time that we have to complete Heaven's Term. And Heaven's Turn is a seasonal event. And prior to this, Heaven's Turn decorations have already started to appear in the game. And that started on Friday, December 31st. Heaven's Turn is a celebratory custom to choose a figurehead for the coming year. In Eorzea, the overseeing deity is decided amongst the 12 denizens of the Far East. However, they have to appoint their figurehead from the 12 Totemic animals. I'm just going to say totem animals because I don't know what totemic means. All right, so this year the tiger has been chosen. According to Far Eastern delegates, they plan to perform a special ceremony to ward off evil spirits from the land. 
we get some fantastic rewards for doing this. With their, it gets started with some equipment. There's a gold Torah Kabuto and a silver Torah Kabuto. And all we have to do is complete the seasonal event quest and we will be able to choose to receive one of the two. But, 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 what if you want both? Well, guess what? We can still get the other version from the seasonal event vendor after completing the quest. And we can also obtain this folding screen furnishing, which features the fearsome Bayako of Eastern legend. For the home decorators, they say you may be extra pleased to hear that this is a considerably large furnishing, so it'll surely stand out within your home. So all we have to do is go to Limsa Lominsa, track down Torabugyo, and do the quest Tangle with a Torah, and you have to be level 15 to start this quest. And it is in the Limsa Lominsa Upper Decks in the coordinates X 11.5 and Y 13.9. So there's that. And they want to let you know that just to remember that seasonal quests cannot be completed after the event has concluded. So once, um, once the gates are lifted, we can rush in and get our goodies. All right, moving on. Right now, you cannot log into the game. And you want to know why? Because they are down for maintenance. And why are they down for maintenance? Because patch 6.05 is coming. They're installing it and is bringing a multitude of additions and refinements to the realm, including the savage version of the Pandemonium Raid, the new Exatron 6000 Treasure Dungeon, and the introduction of Elegon Tombstones of Astronomy. So, if that means something to you, since I'm a sprout, I feel like I'm talking another language, but someday I will be able to share in this excitement. But it will be once you guys have already lived it. <laughs> the vets have already lived it, and us sprouts are like, yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> and then, like, once we get there, we're like, ah, yay! Now I know what they're talking about. So that has been the hilarious part of being a sprout during this expansion, is literally I felt no stress. Because I'm like... <laughs> The bar is so low for me. I don't have to. I don't have to rush to eighty to uh, partake in all this stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice, but whatever. And then a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, I don't want you to, you know, um, watch my stream because I have spoilers." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm, I'm so far behind. I will probably forget what I even saw." by the time I get there. <laughs> so, but, um, I will, I've been avoiding them, at, you know, as, as much as I possibly can. So I wish you guys well, and I hope you enjoy patch 6.05 veterans. And for us sprouts, we will see, we will, we, we will see it when we get there. All right. Moving into community spotlight. All right, one of my favorite parts of the show is the community spotlight. And in this episode, number five, we're going to be spotlighting Doran Snacking Way Delight. And they're uh, found on Twitter at Doran Delight. And in their about section on YouTube, they have shared... Hello friends, my name is Jacob, but you can call me Doran. I'm a Final Fantasy XIV streamer and parody artist. Formerly, I went by the name Cavo350 and now focus on playing my Hrothgar Doran Helverd. Feel free to search through my collection of parodies and originals from Final Fantasy XIV and World of Warcraft. So you can follow Doran on YouTube. And I put the link in the show notes. It's um, You can search them out at Cavo350 on YouTube. And you can follow Doran on Twitch by going to twitch.tv forward slash Doran Delight or checking the show notes. And you can also follow Doran on Twitter at Doran Delight. And um, the actual parody I am excited to share with you per um, got permission from Doran that um, it's called Glamour Me. It is a Final Fantasy XIV parody featuring Silver Latomi. And if you are a connoisseur of uh, parodies and especially World of Warcraft ones, both of these content creators you should know already. Cavo and Silver Latomi always collaborated 
and did really great parodies of World of Warcraft, and I was so pleasantly surprised to find Doran's snacking way was actually the talented Cavill 350 I remember spotlighting back when I would podcast about World of Warcraft. So how awesome that Doran and I both landed making content about our new favorite game, Final Fantasy XIV. I was so excited. So it's extra special to be sharing this parody with you guys. So... Um, they now said, seeing as my main game is now Final Fantasy XIV, I wanted to debut as Doran officially with a bang. I have been making tons of glamours in Final Fantasy XIV and having so much fun. So I wanted to celebrate by sharing the song parody with all of you. And I wanted to share them with you guys. So he wants to share it with us and I want to share it with you. And Doran also wants to thank everyone who helped out with the song and the video. First to Silver Latomi for providing stellar vocals for the song. Second to their friend, Zinni for co-writing the song with Doran and lastly to everyone who sent in or let me record a video of their characters dancing. Without you all this project would never have happened and without further ado enjoy. So like I said this is a song parody and it is of the song Rain On Me by Lady Gaga featuring Ariana Grande. All rights belong to songwriters and the label and I will put the link to the show notes in there and also to Silver Latomi's YouTube channel too. So without further ado, without further ado, please, please enjoy this parody. Don't wanna look like I'm third prize. I only want for me to look so damn fun. Don't wanna look like I'm third poor. Give me a prism and I'll show you something more, more. Just throw some dye on me, on me. No color obsolete. Just throw some dye on me, on me. I'm ready, glam on me.
All right, the next community spotlight was an interview that I was listening to because I love podcasts. I love making them and I also like consuming them. So I wanted to spotlight an interview with Jen Eric Live that was done by the 14 Light Party. And I thought it was a really great interview. And I love the podcast anyways. You can listen to the show. It's called The Light Party. And um, I put the link in the show notes, but it's also like 14lightparty.card, C-A-R-R-D.co. I'm just willing the show notes, but you can find them on most of your podcast catchers and um, about them. This is a little bit about them. Having worked previously on the Aetherflow Media on the supplemental podcast Aetherstream, these four Final Fantasy XIV enthusiasts return to the airwaves to reprise their roles as co-hosts and members of their very own light party. And they had on that particular episode Jen Eric Live that also have um, fired up their own podcast about Final Fantasy XIV and they also stream together if you haven't heard of them and um, I really enjoyed the entire conversation. It was really neat to get a peek behind like what makes somebody start a podcast, why they chose and they're a husband and wife duo and they stream together and then they also do a podcast about Final Fantasy 14 so I thought that was really really fun to listen to. So um, Final Fantasy uh, The Light Party is a Final Fantasy 14 community podcast and content creation project founded by the Final Fantasy 14 enthusiast Tilp Inky Crotone. Now I'm going to jack this name up. Crotone? <laughs> Sorry. Kick me later. And Dylan, <laughs> we welcome you and hope you'll enjoy us as we explore all the Final Fantasy 14 has to offer, covering topics related to lore, gameplay, community news, events, and more. So um, check that episode out and all of their episodes, honestly. But I put the link to that in the show notes. And I'm going to continue with some shout outs. All right, I had a couple shout outs I wanted to give. That um, My first shout out is for Meech at the Stony Oni. And that is for tweeting me um, a, a shout out too. So I'm reciprocating your shout out because I really appreciated it, especially as a new um, podcaster in this new game and just learning as I go and wanting to share it with my listeners and um, I really appreciate it when you take the time and you know give me a shout and go hey how's it going I like your show so um, I really appreciate this Meech and they tweeted and said "Um, I just started Final Fantasy 14 and every podcast I found is years deep into it and leaves me lost thank you for helping out us newbies so I really appreciate that because that's exactly how I felt I still will listen to these podcasts. I have no idea what half of them are talking about, but I love the banter. I love the personalities. I love to at least hopefully maybe absorb something and think that I can like remember it in the future. But I definitely know how you feel. And they, one of the first rules I learned about podcasting was to make a podcast that you would listen to. And if you can't find it, make it. And that's why I made Sprout Life because... I, the first thing I do, if you're like me, uh, you start playing a game and then you either go to YouTube and you try to find out as much as you can about the game so that you don't waste a lot of time making horrible decisions. <laughs> so, and then I also search for podcasts and then I'm like, oh, but I did find a lot of veterans, you know, and it's so hard because there's so many layers. There's so many layers and I don't want to get stressed out thinking about it. That's why I just want to peel them back as I go organically, authentically, and just share it as I go. Because literally that's all I can do at this point. So I really appreciate that shout out. And and yeah, we're in this together, okay? Us newbies are in this together. So feel free to, to share whatever you learn too. And I also wanted to thank Kelly Page on Twitter at Escalia for suggesting the show to a new player on Twitter. That was so kind of her. I really appreciate it. And um, I... I thought that was really, really awesome. So thank you so much for thinking about me. And um, I definitely think about you because that's why we do the show is to um, let's all learn together. So moving into my adventure time, because now I have to think through my COVID fog. What was I doing? 
what was I doing in my adventure time? I played Final Fantasy XIV, but it honestly feels like a haze, okay? I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I remember landing in the Golden Saucer. I remember getting my hair done. I, all kinds of stuff happened. But it was like a COVID fog happened to me <laughs> because I played the whole time I was sick and like taking care of my family. So um, I really have no idea what I'm going to pull out of my my sprout booty uh, for this section, but here we go, let's dive in. All right, this is my adventure time. Like I said, it's probably pretty hazy because I was sick the entire time I was playing. At least I got to play, right? And the only reason I got to play was because a while back I had um, joined Dad TV Gaming's uh, Discord, and that is an awesome place. It's called The Barracks, and there are a lot of Final Fantasy XIV uh, players in there, and um, actually, it's a super helpful Discord, super friendly and supportive place to be, very non-toxic, and just an overall um, great experience and I thought you know what I want to play with these people and but then I, f I found out that they played on the European servers so I obviously wanted to check and see like what my connection would be like being the fact that I am on the east coast in the United States well it's not bad really I haven't found anything uh, very laggy or anything for me and um, guess what it allowed me to play I didn't have to wait in a 6,000 person queue by the time I log in, there's a four-person queue, and I am in love. I had to re-roll, and I want to say it was on, um, I'm, I might get this jacked up as like Crystal Data Server, and then Goblin, um, the server. Yeah, the Data Center, I think, was Crystal, and the server may be Goblin. I, it's all a blur. Um, but I re-rolled Herena over there and I tried a different race. I am the elf-ish person and, um, what is that? I, I can't, I don't even want to mess it up. Sorry, I'm going to try. My brain is fried. But you know why it's fried? It's 3.13 in the morning because this is how I roll. I am a night owl. So I, um, roll, re-rolled and I'm doing an arcanist and, uh, that's what I'm playing with right now and I I was trying to get her as high as I could so I could, you know, get closer and closer, try to level as fast as I could. And that is, um, I ended up unlocking, uh, I did this awesome side quest. I don't even remember, I'm going to have to talk about it at a later date when I have more information because I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now. But I found this random NPC that showed up on the recommendations quest thing and I try to ignore that because the best piece of advice that I was given was like, don't get sucked down the quest you know, rabbit holes because you could just bite off so many. You really want to just focus on like your job quests and your class or your main story quest line. But um, there's also some hidden ones that I really love the fact that you can unlock that recommended quest little doohickey because it led me to this NPC and that led me to this quest line that unlocked. It was this very flamboyant hairdresser, which I'm totally down for because I used to do hair. <laughs> so I know how we roll. Cosmetologists, I know how we roll. So I was like, oh, you're one of my people. So um, then I got to like go and, and I apparently unlock the ability to do my hair, I think. So that was fun. And like I said, I will actually, you know, get the actual NPC name and the quest. And I will share that with you when I'm not flying by the seat of my panties at three in the morning so but that is part of my adventure and then I stumbled into a little place called the golden saucer I unlocked that I was flying I tell you what it was like my whole gameplay I had so much time to sit on my butt and be sick and play and then um yeah it was so much fun and then I stumbled into that golden saucer which I will definitely have to put that in my next episode too so I don't want to like do it a disservice by just brushing over it because that place is fantastic, fantastic. So that is my adventure. I stopped playing on my server because I couldn't play on my server and I re-rolled and it's a beautiful experience. It's a great community. You can find um, Dad TV Gaming on Twitch at Dad TV 
gaming. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Plus you can also find them and, and you can, um, from their Twitch, you can locate them on everything else. But on Twitter, they're even at Dad TV Gaming. But you can um, join the community, Patreon, YouTube channel, all that right from Dad TV Gaming's Twitch channel. And um, I definitely recommend that. Very friendly, very, um, even the streams. I really love the fact that he lets you know if it's a spoilery thing. Very respectful and very um, respectful of uh, Sprouts too. Knowing that some of the content that they're doing is like way over our head, but they're still willing to like, you know, answer questions and stuff like that. So super awesome. Great community. Definitely check it out. And they're also in the directory at sproutlifepodcast.com. So you can find them easily there. All right. So that is my very brief, my very brief and foggy adventure time. <laughs> I can't think of anything crazy that happened. Oh, I did. See, I just, oh, I just, it just came back to me. I was avoiding. Okay. I don't like doing dungeons on my laptop. I don't. I feel like I suck when I do dungeons on my laptop. So I only like to do dungeons, content where other humans are relying on me at my gaming computer in my chick cave in the basement. That is where I like to do content where other people are relying on me. When it's just me derping around in the game, I, I will play my laptop. So what that led me to, because I was sick, I didn't want to go sit in a basement in my gaming chair. I wanted to be cozy, wrapped in a blanket on my couch. So I refused to move along in my main story quest line because I got to my first dungeon. I'm like, nope, I refuse to engage. So you know what I did? I decided to run all around the map to all the places and unlock the little Aethernet crystals. And I tell you what, I died so many times trying to outrun these big fat frogs. They were like zapping me. I don't even know what some of these other creatures were. I was running for my life. And I swear, I did one, I did a death run like 10 times because I wasn't going to let them get their best of me. Horena was like, uh uh, I not today. I'm not going to stop today. And I went beelining for the freaking, and it, and it was a watery one. Like there was, you had to walk on these like uh, broken, the cement looking things and I knew that if I went into the water bad things would happen to me so I try to just stay on the cement things and I'm running and I'm jumping and I'm running and I'm trying to line up on the map because I find that I can't play Final Fantasy 14 without my map open like 24-7 like the whole time I'm in game my map is open I shrink it but I need to know where I'm going because I have no idea where I'm going <laughs> so I love the fact that I could just keep this little map up in the corner and be good with it. So I finally did it. I didn't give up. So don't give up Sprouts. <laughs> if you want to be a content avoider like me, um, I recommend the adventure of running through and grabbing all those higher level ethernet ones because I hate when I get a quest and it's like, oh, you, you are not attuned to that. And I'm like, oh, really? No. So I like to go and do all of that when I'm being... I'm stubborn and lazy and refusing to do group content because I'm on my laptop. So there. So there. I did remember my adventure. I was laughing my butt off and my kids were looking at me like I was crazy. It was fun. Um, they're like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> She's over there laughing and screaming at the same time. So I made it and I was proud of myself. So there's my adventure. I remembered now. All right, moving on. Bye. All right, so now it is what I've learned so far. And during that foggy adventure, I had actually accepted a quest that let me unlock an in room. So I wanted to let you guys know what that is. I had done it before my other characters, but I just was like, okay, thank you. And then like never came back. So I didn't really, I didn't really know what they were for. I didn't really dig down everything that was in there. I couldn't really access because I hadn't like unlocked it yet. And um, so in rooms, I'm going to let you know what they are now so you don't just let them sit there and collect dust like I did. In rooms are private instant lodgings found in the cities of Gridania, Limsa Lumensa, Olda, Ishgard, Kugain, and Crystarium, and in Old Charleian. Once unlocked upon the completion of the appropriate quest, players may enter the in-rooms by speaking to the innkeep. While in an in-room, players have access to the unending journey. 
the armoire, and a summoning bell, a crystal bell, and a toy chest. Players accumulate a rusted bonus XP while logged out in an in-room. That's quite a mouthful. While you are logged out in an in-room. <laughs> so got that? You got that? This 50% boost applies to all XP earned through combat, crafting, and gathering while excluding XP earned from quests, leave quests, and on max level classes. So there is a maximum limit to the amount of XP covered by this bonus. Players must first use up what they have accumulated before earning more. So I have included the locations that was um, the actual locations and who you need to talk to to start the quest and the name of the quest in the show notes. And you can also find it on the consolegameswiki.com. I always go there to the finalfantasy.com um, console game wiki that always has handy info too so i put that information in the show notes now community tip times you ready for some community tips i sure am let's go all right time for community tips so i went in this episode we're going to cover a tip from reddit or like a situation (laughs) And then I even got my muck boots on and I went and I waited in the steam forums and I pulled out something from there as well. <laughs> so, um, the first one I wanted to share was a, uh, a post on Reddit and it was called bit concerned about the goings on in my, in my FC, my free company, AKA their guilds. Um, all hello there new to final fantasy 14 and just joined a massive, FC, free company, but I'm a bit concerned. For the sake of it, I will not be naming it or the individuals. So I got offered Gil slash quote boosted to mentor for joining the free company, which was weird, but I declined as I prefer to earn it. Next thing I know, the leader slash officers are offering Gil to report a few players whom I've never met nor had any interaction with. Hell, I've even saw the leader offer someone Endwalker Gill to report or remove mentors from something called a novice network. As I said, I'm new, so I have no idea what these things are. Could you imagine? I mean, honestly, I don't would be like, what the, what is going on? Um, should I back the hell out of this free company? <laughs> It seems like drama infested one, and I have no interest in being caught up in it. I had to share this because it is definitely something that Sprouts would get involved in, right? I remember my first guild was a hot mess when I was in Warcraft. Like, I had a guild leader, and she would only, if you were a guy, or told her that you were a guy, or identified as a guy, you would get uh, promotions and free stuff out of the guild bank. If you were not one of those things, Sorry, you were the, the lowest rank and you got nothing out of the bank. It was hilarious. I laugh at situations like that because when something is so absurd, I just can't do anything but laugh because it's like so absurd. <laughs> so, And that's why I was cracking up over this post right here because it's like, they. I feel like I would have wrote it. I'd be like, I don't know really what's going on. I don't know what this is, but I feel like it's a naughty thing. <laughs> so... I had to share it. So I wanted to share the replies um, from Reddit. The first one was by a poster named Exaggerated. This definitely is not normal behavior, and I would recommend leaving. Good on you, Exaggerated. That's some good, solid advice right there. Uh, Victrin said, not only would I leave, but I'd screenshot these attempts to report the ones making the request. So Victor turned it up and up. They're like, yeah, leave, but then also report their dirty butts. So then bad player AI <laughs> says this, screenshot these things and report them. People like this do not need to be polluting our gaming community. Square Enix does not take kindly to people violating terms of service and things of this nature, and they will be dealt with, but you need to provide the proof so I'm really glad that they went and asked this question because this sounds like a predatory free company. Definitely predatory. So um, Red Velvet said, <laughs> all right, so Red Velvet says, probably doesn't happen that much in game and more through Discord. 
At least I would assume so, but it would be pretty dumb if they did these things in game, but it sounds like they were totally doing it in game. And, um, let me expand because there's like 128 comments. I just kind of want to pull out a few more. Um, Swatwali said, if it happens in Discord or whatever, then it's not punishable by Square Enix by definition. For all they know, those screenshots could be forged as well. That's why the clear seller never got punished. They didn't say anything in game and Square Enix had to be creative to get them out of our daily site. So, um, yeah, and this person says true, though, offering Gil and even real money and expansion to have new players violate terms of service doesn't seem very bright in general. So it sounds like there was like a going back and forth between a lot of the posters. And um, I think overall, if you have if you are running into something like that with your free company where they're like trying to. I would say manipulate you to perform behaviors that are against the terms of service, like paying you to lie about so-and-so so they can get them kicked out of another free company. I just know manipulated things like that. No, I'm, you got that bad taste in your mouth. There's a, a million free companies you could go to that will be giving you this headache. And so yeah, yeah, Sprouts, Watch out for those predatory free companies, <laughs> the bigger ones. And that's like, you know, it's so choosy um, trying to pick pick a place to settle down and call your own. Because just like with any MMO, you'll run into like the bigger ones that are so big that you don't feel like you're really part of, of a, a community. You feel like you're just a number. And that seems to be, you know, the dime a dozen um, ones too. And I feel like that's the same way here. I don't see nearly as much spam for people to join free companies like I did in other MMOs. So that was something that was quite different. I remember coming into Final Fantasy 14 and I haven't ran into any questionable ones yet. Like that would ever approach me and ask me to do things that are clearly sketchy and, and very bizarre. Um, I do remember accidentally joining an ERP guild in Warcraft and I looked at the titles of our ranks and then I was like, oh, I feel like I may have stumbled into a place that I don't fully belong because I don't feel like I can commit that good. I don't think I, I'm not that uh, committal to the whole vibe. So, um, yeah, I really haven't had too many horror stories right now when it comes to a free company but I also am a lone wolf person like you know everybody right now and where I'm at right now everybody sleeps while I play and I just don't have the time to like spread my wings out and meet people in the game or the desire to right now so there's a lot I think with the main story quest line and stuff um, it keeps you pretty busy. It'd be really hard to try to work on the social side of the game while you're also trying to work your way through the main story quest line. But I thought that that was a hilarious one to share because it is just so off the wall, you know, and I'm really glad that they took it to Reddit and got some answers. So hopefully they got out of Dodge before it was too late. The next uh, community tip came from the Steam forums. And it was a person who had posted, worth it solo? Please tell me your opinions. I've never played any MMO before, but I like all the story-driven Final Fantasy games. Is it possible to play this normally alone? Or maybe can the game just match me with some other people in multiplayer only instances automatically? Thanks. So Durfus13 said, yes, this is my first and only MMO, and I play it pretty much solo since a Realm Reborn release. Gemini Eclipse replied, um, you have to do group content as part of the story, but all story content and some of the normal difficulty stuff is constantly ran from the duty finder, so you won't have much trouble finding groups with matchmaking. I did everything solo with just the duty finder. 
And then T. Jofi said, definitely worth it. I myself hate playing MMORPGs with friends because then I cannot really focus on the story and the progression. But since Final Fantasy XIV is very story-focused MMO, it really isn't a problem playing alone. And even if you reach the end game, you can use the Community Finder to join a guild and make new friends, just as I did. And then Excagumelo said, I reached Endgame in Endwalker, mostly avoiding entering any free company. You'll only be forced to play with other people on Dungeons and Trials content, which are super easy. And even then, in Shadowbringers expansion, they introduced an option to run dungeons with AI characters from the story. So I just thought I'd share that and pass that on to you, Sprouts and new players that you can definitely, if you're feeling like you just want to focus on the storyline and not so much, you know, be having to constantly play with other people, there it is completely doable. So, yay! Going to be moving into closing time. It is closing time, Sprouts, and I want to remind you that you can contact the show on Twitter at SproutLifePod. You can email the show at SproutLifePodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Homerina, and you can also find everything that I talk about and then some at SproutLifePodcast.com. And on there right now, I did get up, as promised in episode four, I got the guest spot info page. So there's two options. If you would like to join me on a show, you can pick the interview style or co-host a show with me style. And I go through, I put infographics to answer all of your questions in a contact form. So you can easily let me know if you are interested in joining me on an episode of Sprout Life Podcast. So that is there. I might be be able to have my first my first guest um hopefully it will be shanny man gaming we were going to wait until january when he could get into the game <laughs> so hopefully he has been able to do that so i'm excited to have my first guest and i'm excited to be able to have it be shanty man gaming he's been the one that sends in the um, new player tips and also streams on twitch so i'm excited for that but if you want to find out more i have the team speak three downloads there. I have all kinds of information on what to expect, how to get it rolling, and all that jazz. So I am a fan of not having things called black holes in my life that bring me anxiety. So I try to cover all the bases so that it would be a fun experience for both of us. Also, there is the Final Fantasy 14 content creator directory. If you are looking for new um, and possibly want you know, creators that you didn't even know existed that make Final Fantasy content, you can head there. It's at SproutLifePodcast.com under the Content Creators, Artists, Resources, and More tab. There is the Final Fantasy XIV directory. There is an option to leave a voicemail. There is also um, all the Final Fantasy XIV podcasts that I have come across and the ones that had their RSS feed available. I loaded that in so you can listen to the latest episode right from this website and it takes you right to their latest episode and then there's also twitch streamers that are predominantly um, final fantasy 14 there are store owners artists youtubers i try to put everybody in there that i come across those who have requested to join and those who have sent me in suggestions so everyone is welcome that is a content creator for final fantasy 14 so please give that a look and this is all at spotlightpodcast.com all right and also if you want to help support the show just tweet the show review it wherever you can help me retweet the show on social media all that jazz and that will help support the show. I re- I really appreciate it. So, in closing, what a large episode, okay? I hope to see you guys back next week. And um, take care and, yeah, hang in there, Sprouts. We got a long adventure ahead of us. 